Welcome to this week's episode of the Integra Podcast, where we discuss everything from wisdom to wellness to woo. So without further ado, let's get to it. Welcome to the Integra Podcast, where we talk about all things wisdom, wellness, and woo. Today, I welcome Shannon Kinney Dew, founder of A Free Spirit Life. Shannon is a holistic life coach, human design specialist, Reiki master, yoga and meditation teacher, artist, and lover of life. For more than 20 years, Shannon's been guiding women to greater health, wealth, joy, and peace as they reconnect to their innate energy, intuition, and creativity. Living a free spirit life is all about self-discovery, connecting deeply to your intuition, and remembering your wholeness. It's about loving your imperfect, messy, and wondrous life and learning to find the courage to be yourself and share your gifts with the world. Through Shannon's practice, she helps you return to living in alignment with your soul's greater purpose so you can experience the freedom that comes with being authentically you. Shannon offers one-on-one life and spiritual coaching sessions, energize your life and deep dive human design readings, online courses and in-person retreats that all provide a safe and sacred place and powerful tools for you to explore, create and return to the wisdom of your own heart. Welcome, Shannon. So good to have you on the Integra podcast today. Hi, Heather. I'm so happy to be here with you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, sure. You're so welcome. So I always like to start out by talking about my guests shift from traditional kind of a traditional work environment to one of more of service and really what the catalyst for that shift was. Mm -hmm. Um, So you were an artist by trade. Um, what was that catalyst for the shift? Well, if I back up a little bit without going, giving too many details, mm-hmm. I actually, when I was in college, I was a journalism major and I was mm. in broadcast news and I, and I had no clue what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. but I knew that I, I loved storytelling. I loved filmmaking. I loved, you know, um, that, but I just had no guidance on where I could find that. So I landed mm-hmm. in the school of journalism and I realized by my senior year, I absolutely hated the news. I hated uh-huh. everything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really, I think that was a shift for me when I really started like tapping into my intuition, there was mm-hmm. this alert that this just wasn't right for me. Mm-hmm. I, um, I ended up getting a film degree. I went to this, uh, because I was like, this is not creative enough for me. So I ended up getting right. a film degree. And as I graduated, I moved to Boulder, Colorado, and I landed mm-hmm. a job teaching girls, uh, how to make documentary films, um, and it was all a self, uh, girls empowerment program oh, at a cool. YWCA in Boulder. Mm-hmm. And so I got to use my skills from college, but it was really then that I, um, started this path of empowerment mm-hmm. for women. And as I was teaching these creative skills to these girls, I realized I didn't have the confidence in myself. I didn't mm. believe I was creative. I didn't believe I was good at anything. I didn't believe I was an artist. And here I was, you know, helping girls learn how to build confidence in themselves through these creative skills that they were learning. Mm-hmm. So as I watched these high school girls make the shift, I knew I had to also, mm-hmm. you know, we teach mm-hmm. what we need to learn. Right. Exactly. So I landed, um, with a group of women, we did the artist way, which is Julia Cameron's amazing book. This yes. was 20 plus years ago. Mm-hmm. That was my first, like, Oh my God, I'm an artist. 
Mm -hmm. I'm creative. In fact, we all are. Um, once I I made that shift, I Uh moved to Kansas city. I got a job at Hallmark. I was working at an art studio there at Hallmark and at Kaleidoscope. And, Mm -hmm. um, again, I saw these adults coming in with these kids and I, you know, I'd invite them. You're here to use your imagination and and be creative. And these Mm -hmm. adults would just shrink. Oh, I can't, I'm not creative. You know, Mm -hmm. I, my kids are, but Right. And I started to see this just pattern with all these adults that just, mm-hmm. you know, felt the way that I once did. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So that led me then to yoga or yoga found me and yoga right. was what taught me when I we became a yoga teacher, I mm-hmm. learned, um, I am not those thoughts mm-hmm. that tell me I'm not good enough, that I'm not creative enough. And yoga was kind of like my return home. Like I Mm -hmm. felt at home on my yoga mat. I felt home teaching yoga. Um, and I was so fortunate that my job allowed me to work part-time so I could start teaching around Kansas city. Yeah. This was before kids. So I started teaching yoga and I noticed my Mm -hmm. students were staying after class and it was that one-on-one with my students that I was like, coaching and being a spiritual guide before I even knew what I was doing. Right. 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 It was just, it just came natural and it was such a beautiful, um, growing time for me. And so that led me to eventually becoming a mom and I didn't want to work for other people. You know, Mm -hmm. we'll talk about (laughs) me being a manifester. I knew way back then when I worked at Hallmark, I was like, this is the last job I'll ever interview for. Um, yeah. Uh Cause I just had this, I knew enough about myself to know that I wanted to be my own boss. I wanted to work Mm -hmm. for myself, but I didn't really take that leap until I became a mom, which was my oldest is almost 14 now. So, (laughs) you know, and that's when I started teaching online. So Mm -hmm. I created a course that was, um, incorporating everything that helped me mm-hmm. discover more about myself, art, journaling, guided meditation, and connecting mm-hmm. with women in community. And mm-hmm. my first class was successful. I had no idea what I was doing online, but mm-hmm. women started signing up and I was able to do that while I um, stayed home with my kids. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So you created the life that you wanted to live. Absolutely. And it wasn't like an overnight thing. I mean, it was a building process for sure. Um, But it gave me the understanding that this was needed, that there Mm -hmm. were a lot of other women in all parts of the world who were trying to figure out who they were Mm -hmm. trying to, you know, live more in alignment with their intuition, trying Mm -hmm. to express their creativity. And so many of us had this um, wound around Mm -hmm. creativity, you know, becoming these, um, um, recovering perfectionists, recovering self-doubters, you know, recovering, um, creators. And Mm -hmm. so just, I think that, um, that healing of believing Mm -hmm. that you are not your thoughts that limit you and that you Mm -hmm. are here as a creative spirit is, um, you know, something that's guided me in my work. Oh, I love that. Um, I also know that like, like I read in your bio, uh, to our listeners, uh, you also are a human design coach. Um, you do deep dive into human design readings. Um, and, uh, you also, uh, when we've talked in the past, you really loved astrology and you had dabbled in it. 
Um, but when did human design find you or when did you find it? Yes. So it's been about three years now and okay. it, it's so funny because it feels like it's been a part of my life forever. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you probably feel that like mm-hmm. I've always loved was when I did my yoga training, um, many years ago, I loved learning about the chakras. I mm-hmm. loved learning about astrology, which mm-hmm. is called the sister science of yoga. Like I just, right. um, I felt like I have been in training for Mm -hmm. human design all these years. And so when it found me, I was like, oh my God, yes. Like it just spoke my Mm -hmm. language because I Mm -hmm. love the science of it, but I really love tapping into these ancient wisdoms and these Uh that have been around for thousands of years, teaching us more about our true nature. It's just, you know, it's always been fascinating to me. So a friend of mine reached out and she asked, she's a projector. She said, Uh she got into human design can I do your chart? And I had no idea what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to be honest, I have the gate 63, which is the gate of doubt. So I I'm a right. skeptic by nature. And so the first time I read it, I was like, oh, I don't know. There was just something <laughs> I didn't like the term human design. I just right. kind of, right. So my, I was like, okay, but I, but I was open to it. I wanted to support her. Mm-hmm. So she did my chart. And I, I have to be honest at first, it kind of went over my head because mm. I was, I was like, what I'm a manifester. Like right, I had right. to really like give it a couple of weeks. And then of course, you know, it's been unfolding ever since, but, um, then the obsession grew and I just mm-hmm. started, you know, getting my training, reading every book I could, you know, it yes. was, um, I also, one of your past guests, I studied with Karen, um, mm-hmm. uh, as well. And I, um, I just felt like this is, this is, speaks to me. This mm-hmm. speaks to me. And um, so I once I got another reading though from I, I you know, I kept <laughs> several readings, I'll have to admit. Right. Was, <laughs> of course. <laughs> what do you have to say about me? And what do you have yeah, to say? Exactly. About well, you need different me. perspectives. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Absolutely. But I did. I had a particular reading that it everything just clicked mm-hmm. and those feelings of, you know, being a manifester, you know, they say yes. there's 8% of us and that feeling of like, why don't, why doesn't everyone like me? Or am I right. too much for people mm-hmm. or striving to make everyone like me that becoming mm-hmm. that people pleaser, you know, all those things that you, we learn in about our energy type, um, that was just huge for me. It was huge for me. And then learning about my splenic authority, Mm -hmm. tapping right back into how to access my intuition. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, that's really been um, life altering because Mm -hmm. I used to overthink things. I used to get stuck in my head. I used to, when I want to make decisions, pros and cons list, go over Mm -hmm. it, ask, you know, and it, and as a splenic authority, it's like, when I get quiet, when I have mm-hmm. my grounding tools, I feel lit up inside when I know it's right mm-hmm. or I know when it's not right. But that overthinking makes me miss that, those intuitive hits. So that's that's a lot of what human design has brought to my life. Right, right. And if you don't know a lot about human design, um, the spleen is the 
storehouse for all of those intuitive gates. Mm-hmm. And um, there are two sides to it, as as we know. So tapping into your intuition, you know, would be, you know, especially with that splenic authority. But I'm sure that 63 likes to um, get in there and uh, give you a little doubt around things. So, yes. And uh, I will say just bringing that up, mm-hmm. I think that was one of the most the biggest shifts for me, Mm -hmm. because as I mentioned, I used to, I used to be frozen in my self-doubt and, and one of my one, a person who read my chart, Mm -hmm. she shared that 63 is really a gift of mine to stay curious and to doubt outside Mm. of myself. But when we turn it inward and I, it just was like, Oh my God, that's what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. And so I don't have to doubt myself anymore right. and the more that we trust ourselves, you know? And so I did, I doubted human design for a while. I, but it's what I'm always drawn to are things that are a direct experience, right? Yes. You have mm-hmm. to experience for yourself. And then when I started learning about my kids' charts and then I started reading <gasps> charts for people and then, yeah. you know, you and I could just go on and on, mm-hmm. but it's like, okay, yep, this, this works for me. And I'm, I'm past the doubt phase for, for yes. that. It's like, I don't have to waste my energy in that anymore, but I had to, to make sure it worked. It was right modality for me. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there are lower balanced and higher expressions of every gate and we do, we have to move through each expression of them, I think, so that you do find that beautiful balance and really the gift of that gate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So okay. you you talk a lot about your splenic authority and um, how it has helped you tap into your in- intuition. I know that there's something else that helps helps you um, tap in, and that is creativity. So mm-hmm. tell us a little more about how you tap into your intuition through creativity, and yeah. how you do that for others. Yes. Well, I've always said and have felt that doing something creative, mindless creativity is like a gateway to your intuition. Mm -hmm. And why I love it so much. I mean, I love meditation. I love yoga. (laughs) I love energy work. I love so many different modalities, Mm -hmm. but what I love about creativity, especially those of us and most who doesn't have an active mind, right? A restless mind, right? When we're doing something creative and I'll just use, uh, one of the things I love so much is watercolor and -hmm. watercolor journaling and combining the two, because to me, a journal is not intimidating. It's like a friend. It's like a place where you can spill your thoughts into, and you can close it up and just feel like it's a safe place. So it's a great Mm -hmm. place for processing. Um, but it's also for processing words, mm-hmm. watercolor to me and art journaling helps me process feelings that I may not have words for yet, you know, right. feelings mm-hmm. and, um, and things that I'm going through that I just don't have to express in words. But when mm-hmm. I look at a piece of paper and creativity, isn't just painting. I mean, it's, you know, gardening, trying new recipes. I know you mm-hmm. love to cook and get creative mm-hmm. in the kitchen and, um, but when we are doing something creative with our hands, when, especially mm-hmm. when it's something we feel that we can get into the zone, right? the mind, we trick our mind. We say, okay, she's doing something here. <laughs> okay. Exactly. I, can, I can chill. I can take a back seat. Mm-hmm. So here she is. She's playing with watercolors. Here she is. She's mixing, chopping vegetables, you know, whatever it mm-hmm. is. And that moment of presence. Mm-hmm is when the heart speaks. 
when those intuitive hits come, Mm -hmm. when your mind is just like, okay, I'm chilling out here. And that's when we hear those inner whispers that, you know, I like to think of our intuition as our inner teacher. Mm -hmm. It's a guide. It's there to speak to us, but uh, we're so busy and we're so Mm -hmm. distracted. And so for me, creativity, it's fun. Mm-hmm. it's, it's action, it's movement. Um, it's not, although I love to meditate, but it's not just sitting on a cushion, like just fighting right. your mind, mm-hmm. you're doing something. And in, in, in those moments of presence, of flow of joy, mm-hmm. I feel the most connected to my intuition. And that's mm-hmm. where things will just bubble up. Right. Where right. you're like, Whoa, I forgot. I even wanted to write poetry, or I forgot that I'd always wanted to, start a, my own business or whatever it is that we tend to not listen yes. to or mm-hmm. discount, or as we've talked about doubt. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love that. I love that you um, do because yeah, when we can get out of our way and really it's our mental, that mental energy and get out of the mind's way and allow that flow to happen. That is when it, it happens for people. Um, even, you know, and it might be creating in the way that you do with the watercolors. And I think mixing colors and, um, mixing words in there and, um, just allowing, and really it is that allowing and being present and just in that moment of being, um, that is so important. And uh, I know you're doing that right now with, um, a group of participants, you have an ongoing online kind of retreat uh, uh, for people, a workshop that you're running. And um, can you tell us a little more about that? And then, and also preview what is coming up the next session of it? Absolutely. So, you know, when COVID hit, I I had been doing a lot more in-person retreats and sessions, Mm -hmm. and um, I taught online, as I mentioned years ago, And it really drew me back online again, Mm -hmm. because we were all craving community and and things that, you know, um, soul care really. So I started doing these Thursday night zoom sessions, um, all sorts of things, learning about the chakras, learning about your energy centers and human design. Um, every session was different, different groups of people. I did energy healing classes. I mean, it was just it's been wonderful. So uh-huh. my, my newest one, and to be completely authentic and transparent, you know, that my dad passed away recently yes, and yes. unexpectedly. And, mm-hmm. um, and I saw you right when I was like, right fresh from, from it. And mm-hmm. it's still, it's only been two months. Oh yeah. So what I know about myself as a manifester, I am here. I initiate change and inspire mm-hmm. people. And I knew that I didn't have a huge bandwidth right now as I'm in my grieving period, but right. the thing that was calling me was painting and mm. watercolor and journaling and really mm-hmm. being able to process. And all of us have been through some type of trauma, yes, heaviness. Yes. I, you know, you, we feel it in the collective. We f- I feel it with the clients that I work mm-hmm. with. And so I wanted to bring just some uplifting and in, um, in a way to process some of that heaviness and, and mm-hmm. also have fun. So I, I'm calling it watercolor heart journaling because we're really Aww. journaling from the heart. Mm-hmm. And um, because I don't have 
the words right now. I didn't feel, I haven't really wanted to journal much or write with words. I've just been spilling with color and that's enough. It makes Mm -hmm. me feel right. That I'm expressing myself. So that's the class we meet um, right now. It's a seven week experience and Mm -hmm. we're in the middle of the the first session. Um, We are playing with watercolor. We're experimenting. We're creating like children. It's, Mm. you know, this is for people who haven't touched crayons since kindergarten, as well as trained artists, because we all thrive from being inspired. We all, um, it's just a joy. It's a joy to watch these women. You know, we hop in on zoom and we create together. And Mm -hmm. so it's, um, um, getting messy, um, facing the fear of the blank page, you know, so often we want to create, but we look at this blank page, just like in life. We're like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what next step to take. Right. I don't know what to do on this paper. So it's very much complementary to Mm -hmm. what we're dealing in life, but we're doing it in a very playful, intuitive way, playing Mm -hmm. with art. And so the next one will be in January. I love to launch classes uh, in January. And for those who don't want to take it live, I always have just a pre-recorded version. So there are those of us who love to just sign up and do a class on your own. And I have that as well. So it's just a nice offering for, for anyone who wants to spark their creativity, who's been interested in journaling who has, you know, maybe some things they're dealing with, mm-hmm. um, or who just really is intrigued by watercolor too, and mm-hmm. playing with different mediums. So, yeah. And then yeah. I always do guided meditations. I incorporate some of my other favorite modalities, mm-hmm. energy healing always in every class I do. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So you get, um, a sampling of all that, uh, Shannon, um, does all of her gifts, um, and light to the world. And so you also, you also do, um, in-person retreats. I, I met you in person at, uh, Timber Creek retreat house and, um, you did a lovely, lovely, um, session with, uh, your participants where you did yoga, you had, we had meditation, of course, cause that's part of Timber Creek, but you also did some guided meditation and then you had them get messy and create. Um, do you have any upcoming retreats, uh, lined up at this point? I do. I'm working on my schedule for that right now. And yes, I loved meeting you on retreat. You know, Timber Creek is a very special place. And what I loved too about that particular experience is I set out a bunch of art supplies and I kind of got mm. people started, but then we just left it out for the, for the full weekend. Mm-hmm. And it was so fun to walk by that room and just see mm-hmm. a couple people at a time would just kind of, you know, show up and kind of like be drawn yes. to the art supplies. And these are a lot of the women were saying like, I don't know what to do. I haven't created. It was that same, like, you know, what Mm -hmm. I felt years ago when I watched adults come into kaleidoscope, it's like, there's this, this, this frozenness that happens. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden they're like, wait a minute, I can just like, you know, play around and experiment and, and be a kid again. And so that Mm -hmm. was a joy. And so some of those women too, now have told me they've painted every day since (gasps) retreat. I'm just like, I know, I know. And these, it's just so cool. 
So yes, painting is huge. Um, it is always a part of my retreats. I don't mm-hmm. have the schedule completed yet, but I'm looking at um, some places in the Kansas City area and mm-hmm. also Sedona, Arizona for next year. Oh, um, yes. A good friend of mine who's a Kansas City artist, uh, mm-hmm. she's an abstract painter. Mm-hmm. We are co-creating some retreats together. We'll be doing some day retreats as well as overnights in uh, 2022. And um, she is more of a trained artist. She went to art school. She works as a working artist. I have more of the Mm -hmm. self-taught, let's just see what happens kind of attitude. And together we both um, really bring out this, um, the artist and creative intuitive Mm -hmm. person. You know, if you think about this, um, uh, like wine and sip where you, everyone's painting, um, you know, the sailboat, um, we really try to tap more inward and help people paint their, their own expression of whatever comes out onto the paper and, or onto Mm -hmm. the canvas. And so we'll be doing some more of those retreats as well. So yeah, that schedule will be on my website. Okay, great. Yeah. And I will give you all that website in just a few minutes. Um, I do have one more question that I do want to ask you. So um, I always love ending with, you know, maybe your top three to five tips for living a more creative life and connecting to that intuitive part of ourselves. Can you share some with us? Absolutely. So the first thing is we need to throw perfection, that word out the window. And I always, you know, love to remind us to embrace imperfection. Mm -hmm. I mean, even literally when I vacuum, <laughs> I have three boys. <laughs> when I vacuum, um, I will leave a couple Lego men in the corner. I like, it's just my way to like, I don't want the room's never going to be perfect. Right. No. But it's just my way of just, it's good enough. And it's, it's being messy in the middle of life. Mm-hmm. So I, I love just that idea of doing things, even in your everyday life, um, that help you feel it's okay to be imperfect. It's okay mm-hmm. to have a little mess creativity and being our most authentic self is a messy process. Yeah. So embrace it, right. Mm-hmm. Um, to be kind, be kind to yourself and really mm-hmm. become an observer of your mind. So we have, we all have inner critics. Yes, I don't think it ever truly goes away, but we can learn how to witness it. We mm-hmm. can learn how to make friends with it. We can learn how to observe it so it doesn't control our life and doesn't mm-hmm. keep us from being our most authentic and messy and perfect, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, so really practicing kindness towards ourselves, mm-hmm. I think is huge. Um I also love to encourage people to practice using their intuition in everyday moments. So mm-hmm. I know you and I've talked a little bit about having that sacral um, gut wisdom as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at your, you know, coffee maker in the morning and you ask yourself, do I want coffee mm-hmm. or do I want tea? Those it's, it seems so silly, but if you are no inside and your body's leaning towards the, the coffee, we'll say, mm-hmm. cause I love coffee, yes. okay, you're leaning <laughs> towards the coffee, but you're trying to force yourself to have the tea. Um, and you override just those mm-hmm. little intuitive hits, right. Um, mm-hmm. 
practice just in the moment, everyday opportunities to listen. Mm -hmm. And then it's like giving the universe the signal that, Hey, I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm ready for bigger intuitive hits. I'm ready to really continue practicing and trusting Mm -hmm. using my intuition. Um, okay. I think that's three. I'm going to have two more for you here. One or number four would be stillness, Mm -hmm. stillness, right? Just allowing ourselves to breathe, to be in the moment, um, to just pause. Like Mm -hmm. when you reach for that tea or that coffee to sit with it just Mm -hmm. for even three minutes, exactly. Drink it while it's hot, watch the birds out your window, pause. And I mean, you know, that stillness is so grounding. Mm -hmm. It's where truly, yes, I love retreat. It's my greatest gift to go on retreat with women. Mm Mm-hmm. But we can have our daily retreats, even a right. minute pause to say, there I am, mm-hmm. there I am, right? Mm-hmm. Stillness is huge, especially in this distracting world we live in. It's a way to Definitely. connect to yourself. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, I think we all get too serious and we forget <laughs> to play. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yes, I have, I have a to-do list a mile long. I have, you know, a busy life too. I love mm-hmm. checking off my list. I'm one of those people who likes oh, heck to, yeah. right? Cross mm-hmm. it off and go to the next goal and go to the next goal. But, um, man, if I don't allow myself to play, that's where I, I can tell I'm totally out of alignment. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, like do things for the fun of it, like mm-hmm. enjoy the simple pleasures in life, like give yourself opportunities to do things that are out of the character for you that Mm -hmm. are out of, that are different than, than you'd ever do and, and do it just because like why I love art so much is we do a lot of creating just for the fun of creating. We're not Mm -hmm. trying to create a beautiful painting. We're just enjoying the moment and the process Mm -hmm. of the creating. And so I just, you know, give everyone the reminder the invitation, the mm-hmm. encouragement to give yourself permission yes. to set aside the to-do list or even on your to-do list, schedule playtime, schedule yes. time to just chill out and, and, and have fun. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 And it, you know, and I'm sure i you know, it doesn't have to be, it's not like someone would need to go out and buy the expensive watercolors. They can get a set of kid watercolors, which I think is kind of, uh, pulling yourself back into that kid time and, you know, you know, buying the, uh, sketchbook, you know, and the kid watercolors and just creating and just seeing where it goes, you know? Absolutely. Signing up for that dance class, trying, Mm -hmm. you know, to cook without a recipe, driving a different way to work, like anything Mm -hmm. that just gets you out of, you know, that automatic gotta do my checklist kind Mm -hmm. of thing. But Mm -hmm. um, lastly, you just sparked this in me. One of the things that I always encourage my students to do, whatever the creative project we're doing, but we're right now doing watercolor art journaling, Mm -hmm. Finding a sacred space in your home, even if it's yes. a, you know, a little corner of a room, or maybe it's even a travel bag that you take to the coffee shop. But oh, I yeah. really encourage you to set, have your art supplies set out because mm-hmm. one of the things that keeps us from ever playing, ever trying new things, ever creating is we say we're too busy and we are, we, right. we live in a busy life, 
create in the middle of the busy. And so what I do is when I see my stuff out, I walk by and I might scribble on it. I might do a couple, oh, you know, yeah. jobs for five minutes and I mm-hmm. leave. And those five minutes are like my retreat. It is my moment of stillness and clarity. It's Definitely. like, okay, I gave myself this gift. Now I can go off and do this. But if I have yes. to unpack the supplies or like you said, use the expensive stuff or mm-hmm. be afraid to use this really amazing uh, paper, um, I'm never going to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So creating in the middle of life and having a place Mm -hmm. that is your place to get messy in is, um, I think really important. Yeah. Yeah. And having that reminder in your line of sight, you know, like you said, even if it's a travel bag, you go, Oh, I'm going to take time. I'm going to go to the coffee shop and pull out my journal and my stuff and treat myself to a coffee or a tea and just allow myself that moment in that space. Because when we do that, then that does allow us to be more productive. Absolutely. You feel more energized. You feel more inspired. You feel more like yourself. Absolutely. Oh, well, Shannon, thank you so much for being here. Um, I... I'm so glad that you shared your wisdom, your inspiration, um, and your light with us today. Mm. To find out more about uh, Shannon's one-on-one life and spiritual coaching sessions, her energy energize your life and deep dive human design readings, online courses, and in-person retreats, you can connect with Shannon and learn more about all of these wonderful, wonderful offerings at a free spirit life.com. That's www.aafreespiritlife.com. Again, thank you, Shannon, for being on with me today. That's all from the Integra podcast, where we talk about everything, wisdom, wellness, and woo. Thank you, Heather. Today's podcast is brought to you by Integra Holistic Wellness, home of the Integra Wellness Method. At Integra Holistic Wellness, we recognize that you are made up of four integral parts, body, mind, spirit, and soul purpose. When you work with an Integra Holistic Wellness mentor, you'll be guided how to integrate these four parts of your being through nutrition and movement, mindfulness and emotional release, connection to others and your higher self and your soul's true purpose. To find out more and connect with Heather, contact her at support at integraholisticwellness.com. That's support at integraholisticwellness.com. You can also catch her on Instagram and Facebook at integraholisticwellness. That's I-N-T-E-G-R-A holistic wellness.